Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this morning I'm excited and privileged. We are going to hear the word of the Lord. And this morning God has prepared his servant, this is word in his heart and his mouth. And I know that this morning as we hear the word of God, our lives will not be the same as we came in. If you are excited with Jesus' joy, help me whilst we receive God's servant, Bishop Dennis Ajayjan, as he brings us the word of God this morning. Ah, yeah. 
Father, we thank you. Oh, yes, I give you praise. I give you all the glory. What a blessing. What an honor. What a privilege to serve you, to teach your word. We thank you this morning for the honor and the privilege. Holy Spirit, I'm in your hands. Speak through me your words. Bring encouragement to somebody. Bring healing to somebody. We pray that wipe the tears of somebody this morning. Restore, Lord. That is what you are good at. We sit under your feet this morning. And we know that your word that you sent doesn't return to you void. We are grateful that we are living here changed. We are living here restored. We are living here with joy. We are living here with laughter in our mouth. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a, it's a blessing to be here and to be seated by you. We are going to enjoy the word together. Hallelujah. Well, once again, I want to acknowledge my father and your father, the prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, anointed man of God, anointed psalmist, evangelist, prophet, teacher, apostle, great man of God. Hallelujah. We don't want to celebrate him when he's no longer with us. We want to celebrate him whilst he's here with us. Are you with me? Hallelujah. You know, many times when I listen to Derek Prince and his teachings, I said, wow, what a gift. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. But I don't know whether whilst he was alive, people celebrated him with that much. Hallelujah. And if you are Christian and spiritual and into the things of God, when you meet a spiritual person, a man chosen by God, because the Bible says that you did not choose me, but I chose you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. So the men and the servants of God that God gives to us is God who has given, is God who has chosen. And I believe that our father is one of his choicest servants that we have. And so I thank him. I stand here only because of him. I can tell you that. Hallelujah. I also want to salute this morning our pastor, our resident bishop, our convener of the QFC. Wonderful man of God. A great and a strong leader. Hallelujah. You know, you know, people are unique in their own ways. You know, as I've encountered Bishop Nee very closely, I tell myself he's, he's unique. In, he has his own flavor. Hallelujah. And, and, and it's, it's very powerful. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. And so this morning he has asked me to preach and to share something with you. And I hope that the Holy Spirit will help me. Hallelujah. Beautiful. 
This morning, I want to talk about the honor and the anointing. The honor and the anointing. Mark chapter 6, verse 1. I hope you still bring Bibles to church. Notebooks to church. Don't overgrow or outgrow these things. Hallelujah. What you have done many years that has brought you to a certain level in your Christianity. The Bible says that if we leave the Asian landmarks, what shall the righteous do? Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage you always, your Bibles, your notebooks, because there's always something to learn. Amen. Mark chapter 6 verse 1. Let's go. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples follow him. Hallelujah. So if we are disciples, we must follow. Amen. There are a lot of lessons, but let me move on. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works, say mighty works, such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Then the thing starts to go down. The thing was at a certain level, working very powerful, and then all of a sudden, it starts to nose dive. It's not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Josh and Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. And they were offended at him. They were offended at him. The person was doing, it's like the wisdom is something. The wisdom we are beholding. The works that we are beholding. He says, what man, oh man is this? We have not seen it like this before. We have not seen such an anointing before. We have not seen such a grace walk on the earth before. And it's always good to see. It's always good to notice. One of the ways you honor somebody is to be able to notice them or to notice what God has given to them. So Bishop always tells us the story of one of the young nursing students after he has returned from Suhum, who was able on a Tuesday night to say that, no, something has changed about Brother Dag. She noticed the anointing immediately. She noticed that something has come upon our pastor. She's, he's different. Hallelujah. And I believe that that's how these guys started. So what, what man of wisdom is this? That such a mighty works. You see, if you notice such things, it's very powerful. It's very good. A Christian must see the anointed and honor the anointed in his anointing. He must recognize the anointed. And I believe that in this church, we have been taught well to be able to see an anointing and recognize the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's very, 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 very important. Amen. But some people were offended at such mighty and great works. And then Jesus went on to say this. A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country. 
and among his own king and in his own house. He says, in his house, among his kids, among his family, among his church members, you can easily not have honor. You have honor somewhere else, but not in your church, which is a bit unfortunate because the man of God is first, like Jesus told the, the, the woman, the children's bread cannot be given to, he said dogs, but like to other people, to other religions, to other family, to another group. No, it's for a certain group. So I believe that the prophet has first been given to us the united denominations, the Kudesh family church. So when you are a member of this church, you must see that this is the man of God that God has given to me. Are you here? You're going home. Yeah. And, and it was sad. Look at verse 5. And he came and he could dare not do mighty works. Save that he laid hands upon a few sick folk and he healed them. Verse 6 says, and he marveled. That's Jesus Christ. Because of their unbelief. The anointing does not work where it is not on it. I'll say it again. You see, God gives us men, gives us his servants to be a blessing to us. So the Bible says that I sought for a man who will stand in the gap. God, when God wanted to save Israel, he sought for a man. And he got Moses and raised up Moses. So in your life, whatever you are going through, whatever difficulties you have, your man of God is the answer. You don't understand? Yeah. Your man of God is the answer. So you should be able to see that this is my man of God. That is why when you realize that this is my man of God, you, you stick with him to the very end. No matter what, don't never become offended. You see, it's ironic or it's, 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 yeah, let, let me use the word ironic. That he will use the word they were offended at him. It's like your lack of seeing that this person is anointed and you are saying that he's a carpenter, his sisters are here, he's an area boy, we know him, we went to the same school with him. It's like it's an offense. I don't know if you are getting me. They were offended. And offense reduced what anointing can do to just something small. And so in your life, the healing you need, the deliverance you need, the prosperity you need. Sometimes we go through things. Look, when you're a pastor, then that's when you see life. You see the things that human beings go through, that people go through. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You see young people going through things. Hey, what is this? Hey. But the key is with your man of God. The key is with your man of God. I said the key, but sometimes we, we, are, we are happy to look at other people's men of God. Do you understand what I just said? Yeah. God gives you a man 
of God. And when you don't honor, the anointing does not work. No, 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 it doesn't. So Jesus Christ, the most anointed person that ever walked this earth, he goes into an area and the Bible says that he could dare not do mighty works. Save just some few headaches and other things and then he goes away. Jesus Christ. So you see that if we don't honor the anointing, Whatever it is that we have to receive or the solution that we need for that problem, we cannot draw it out of the anointing, even though it is there in the anointing. For example, God, you have an issue. Maybe you are struggling to get married or you have a chronic ailment. I tell you, as you pray, God deposits that grace, that anointing, that power, the answer in your man of God. But you have to draw it out. I said you have to. So the woman with the issue of blood, he had been there for a long time. But the day he encountered a man of God, he decided I will draw it out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So where the anointing is not on it, it does not work. Hallelujah. I said, does not work. Yeah. It says, I know a famous healing evangelist who is greatly admired outside his country. Like when he goes outside his country, millions gather. Millions. Millions gather. But when he, oh, his own country, they don't even mind him. So I go, this person, who is he? We know him. He started with us. Hallelujah. Yeah. The anoint, the, honoring the anointing is an obligation and a legal requirement. So the first thing is that you must honor the anointing. When you don't honor the anointing, it doesn't work. So when your problems are persistent, you have to check yourself whether you are honoring the anointed, the anointed that God has given to you. I always ask people that, why are you not in Pentecost, but you are here? Have you ever asked that, you, have you ever asked yourself that question? Why are you not in assemblies of God, but you are in Kodesh? Why? Because the Bible says, that the scriptures answer, it says, he says the solitary in families. Did you choose your family? Did you choose your family? No. When I woke up, God gave me my family, my dad, my, my, my mom, and my brothers. I can never change. I, I don't even want to change it. You know, some, when we're in school, you see people who wish that they were born abroad, people who wish that they were white. I don't know if you wished like that before. But I have never wished to become any other thing. I'm very happy the way I am. Yes, by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So God sets us in families. So this is the family of God. This is the family of God that God has set you in. So when you realize that this is a, then you know that this is the man of God that God has given to me. And then you start to honor the anointing. 
you honor the anointing. You honor the anointing because without honoring that anointing, your problems will persist. Your issues will persist. You must decide, I will honor the anointing and honor him well. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me read a portion of scripture to you. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Hallelujah. Honoring the anointing, we are saying, is an obligation. Can you find the meaning of the word obligation for us? An illegal requirement is you are obliged to honor the anointing. It, you, it's not a choice. You don't choose, I, I want to or I will not. No, you have to, you must to have to, like somebody said. It's an obligation. So Paul was saying something. You know, a pastor must give to the congregation spiritual things. So Paul said, we, when their work increased, and they had to feed the Grecian women and all that. He organized some people, the Bible says, who were full of the Holy Spirit. But he says, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Because a servant of God ministers spiritual things. If we are not careful, sometimes you can reduce your man of God to give you money, to be giving you, oh yes, you have reduced him. No, he's not supposed to be giving you money. Of course, in certain situations, to help. But he's supposed to be praying for you. And it says, those that, there are a certain group of people who must be counted with double honor. That is, those who labor in the word. So prayer and the laboring in the word. To hear the mind of God, to hear the voice of God, and bring it to you all the time. To be lying somewhere and interceding and coming against devils, wicked spirits, and other things for you. So Paul said that the person who is taught in the word, who we are ministering spiritual things to, he must minister then to the pastor, to his man of God, to his prophet, Carnal things, of course, like money, like a shoe, like whatever. Those are carnal things. Hallelujah. Please put the scripture. You couldn't find the meaning of obligation. So the person who must, it says he must communicate. An act or course of action to which a person is morally or legally bound. 
morally or legally. It's like you are bound, you are supposed to. You are so, it's a must. It's a must. You, you, you can't decide you will not do it. It's a must. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you following me so far? Yeah. It's a must. So, Paul was saying, and sometimes we use the verse 7 as a cursing scripture. Whatever a man sows, he will reap. When you sow, you just think that you are going to reap. You know? Yeah. So, we use it as a curse. It's like if you want to curse somebody, so okay, no problem. This thing that you have done, you will see. You are going to reap. But you see, the six and seven are direct, uh, directly related. It says the person who is taught in the word must communicate to him who is teaching him in all good things. Because whatever he is sowing, he will reap it. Whatever he is sowing, so when you sow to your man of God, after he has prayed for you, after he has encouraged you, after he has taught you the word, he says you will reap it. You will reap it. You will reap it. You will reap it. So I came to announce to you that whatever it is that you sow to your man of God, even if it is one city, it will never go without coming back to you. Because God has said by his word. He has said by his word. I said he has said by his. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not for, for cursing. It's for you to honor. It's for you to honor the anointing. So that, that's why I started by saying that your issues, your problems, because as I'm looking at you, I just have the feeling that people have issues. That's the feeling I have. As, I, as I'm looking at you, it's a, it's, it's a people with problems. But I'm saying, and sometimes you think you have done all that you could, but nothing is happening. But maybe you don't have this, this, this understanding that the answer to your problems is with your man of God. Start to honor him. Start to honor him. Start to honor him. And like Paul said, as you sow, as you sow, as you sow, you will reap it back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are bound by it. You are bound by it. Why? Because I believe that is God's way to deal with the problems and the issues of this life. That's why it's, it's like he has bound you to it. It's like he's forcing you to do something good. You know, Bishop says that the, the blessings of this life is, is not through promises, but it's by a covenant. You see, when you're, you are obliged to do something, it's like you are bound. Covenants bound you. Please, are you here? It bounds you to something. So when you bound yourself by sowing that this is my man of God, I will never stop honoring my man of God. That is why, you see, when you have this understanding, you are careful with your man of God. One of the people you must be at, at I don't want to use the word, like the fear of the Lord must be in you concerning your man of God. I'll say it again. The fear of God must be in you concerning your man of God. Yeah. 
Because God has chosen him to be the key to your life many times. Are you hearing? Are you hearing? Yeah. So we must decide that we are going to be people who honor the anointing very much in this church. Wildly. Amen. Beautiful. And you see, a church can either increase or decrease in their honor. So when you read Mark, you see that it starts, oh, what wisdom is this? What manner of man is this? That such mighty works. You see, the anointing, is at a, the, the, the honor is at a certain level. They notice it. But then they start to say, oh, it's not this the carpenter. Ah, Mary. Mary, do you know Mary? Mary who, they stay at the back of the, you see the kiosk there. Mary. Ah, that family. Yes, yes, that's where he comes from. Ah, his brother, his brother and, 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 and my friend are in the same class. And they start to decrease the anointing. So sometimes you can come into a church. Or your pastor can be as he's preaching, say, wow, what is this? Then as we, the years go by and you are interacting with him, relating with him, you see when he's hungry, you see when he's angry, hungry and angry. You see your pastor's temperament. Then it's like you are decreasing in your honor. Because the reason why a prophet is not without honor in his own house is because they know him. They are familiar with him. Yes. It's like an, the wife of a very anointed man. Or like our wives. I mean, the things that we do in our room. It's like the person is standing there. One, 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 one wife. He said, the people should come and see what you are doing. The people, the people should come and see. The people should come and see. There is some way. Yeah. Familiarity. Because you see the man going about naked, moving around. But he's the anointed man of God who preaches with power and miracles. And the people, I mean some people say, hey, daddy, prophet, they start that. Uh. So, the people should come and see. So you can either, in, so you see, it takes a very spiritual woman to say that this, you know, well, one day, one day, a, a, a pastor's wife, she had her own, we all have problems. She had her own personal challenges that she needed God to, to help her. And she could, like, like the testimony that uh, Beverly gave, you could hear people are giving testimonies. Ah, this is my husband. People are giving testimonies that God is using him mightily for healings, deliverances, different things. And I'm sitting here. So, she decided that she will not sit on her chair again. When he comes to the chair, he just mixes with the crowd. Because she decided that, no, when I come to church, I will see this person, not my husband. It's my man of God. It's my man of God. It's my man of God. So he sat in the corner so that he doesn't have that feeling. He can see and be receiving. 
the particular issue she had, she received the answer. From the man of God. From the man of God. Yeah. Some of you are struggling with certain sins. Struggling with certain demonic things that are with you. You know, the fact that you became born again does not mean that the devils in your family they are born again. <laughs> no. No at all. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yesterday I was thinking to myself that some people will go to heaven but they never enjoy the earth. Do you understand? It says pray that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. There, you see there are two places, heaven and earth. But God has his will for you here. But some Christians will never, they will just have wonderful dreams, terrible dreams, difficulties till they die. But they will go to heaven. Is that how you want it? Is that how you want it? No. Honor. Honor can release that door. Honor can make the breakthrough come. So, a ch- and you see, a church like ours, we can either increase in our honor or decrease in our honor. And I want to believe that one of the things that Bishop Nia has done for us is to increase in our honor. Because this is Bishop Prophet's church. That's his first church. That's his church. I mean, sometimes I meet people so colleague. I mean, people who are from Kolegono, very long time shepherds with the prophet himself. Hallelujah. Yes. So we can either. Over time, so we know him cry. When he starts, number one, number two, number three, we know him. But you see, but you can increase like as the years are going by, it's like wine that is getting better. You are increasing. And you see, the Bible says that the part of the just is like the shining of the that gets brighter. And bright. So it's like your anointing or your respect and honor for the anointing. It's like as the years go, it's like, wow, what is this? It's, get, it's increasing. It's, it's, I've never seen it like this before. It's increasing. It's increasing. It's increasing. Hallelujah. So our honor for our man of God, it must go up. And I'll show you certain things that you must do. Amen. Wonderful. A church that doesn't honor their founder, their pastor, it, it doesn't go, doesn't go or get to the place where God wants it to get to. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. Bishop talks about the church in which he was ordained. At the time, It was a very mega church in London. Very mega church. But that church doesn't exist. Like, it doesn't exist anymore. It's it's, it's not there. Do you understand? Can you imagine that the Kodesh is not there? Like, this place, let me not even say some things. When you come here, it's not a church. It's something else. Eh? 
But you see, when the, so that's why the devil causes us not to honor. And then from there, you see that because you see something that you honor, you, 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 you can not easily become offended with something that you are honoring seriously and with good honor. Are you here? Huh? Yeah. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Let's continue. Your honoring the anointing must be done according to the rank at which you receive the anointing. Matthew chapter 10 verse 41. Matthew chapter 10 verse 41. Your honoring of the anointing must be done at the rank at which you receive the anointing. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive what? Shall receive what? A prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Hallelujah. You see, what Jesus is saying there, there's a difference between a righteous man and a prophet. They are all very good people. But there's a difference. Hallelujah. Derek Prince says that there, there is no useless detail in the Bible. There's no useless detail. He says, by any stretch of the imagination, he's a scholar in philosophy and Latin and Greek. Like he was trained in Oxford. He can be a professor in those things. But when he studies the Bible, he says that, look, the book, it makes so much sense and there is no useless detail in the Bible. So when he says a prophet, then a righteous man, there are levels in the thing. There are levels in the thing. And you must receive your man of God at his level. What it means is that, that if you are say honoring me, I'm just using myself as an example. Please understand the message. If say you are honoring me, let's say with $100. Or even, let me use proper amount. You see, so that with thousand dollars, you see, let, let's use proper amounts. What do you think? Yes, yes, with thousand dollars, you see, and you want to honor Bishop Ni also with thousand dollars. You are not understanding this point that I'm making. How much more even the prophet that you're not understanding the point that you have to receive the anointed at his rank. Because when you receive a prophet, you get a prophet's reward. The prophet's reward and the righteous man's reward are different. A founder's reward and a brand pastor's reward is different. They are all men of God. They are all anointed by God. They all preach with power, but it's different. Is what? Is what? Yeah, it's not the same. These are the very words of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Look, this year we have, we have a great opportunity to honor the prophet. You cannot give what you gave to Bishop Need to the prophet. That, that's what we are saying. I, I mean, can I preach? Can I say it as it is? Uh, so encourage me to preach. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm just reading the scriptures. Please put the scripture back. A prophet's reward. If you receive your man of God, it says he that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet, because you can receive a prophet as a teacher. You can receive a prophet as just a pastor, like a shepherd. But there are ranks. A prophet has his rank. A shepherd or a pastor has his rank. I didn't say it. I'm too young to, ha- to preach to you my own mind. There are levels. There are levels. And you must see. You see, that's why some people, I mean, some people honor their political parties more than they honor their own prophet. That's what we are saying. It's wrong. That's what Jesus is saying. It's wrong. I mean, if, 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 you, if, if you are listening to me, the money that you gave to your political party, that money, your prophet has not seen it before. Even to say, look, we are supporting Healing Jesus campaign. Or we are, we, I see you are building many cathedrals. Look, take this $20,000. But you are giving $100,000 to your political party without, it's like, I mean, not a lot of struggle. You are this scripture. Maybe today is your first time, so I believe that from today you have changed because you are going to do the right thing. You see, we must so. I, I know a man of God. Eh? Look, some people take this thing eh, literal and to certain extents, it's very well. But you see, the fact is that you they see the reward when the guy appears, they all kneel down. I'm not saying do that too. Please understand the preaching. Tell your neighbor, understand what we are preaching. Understand. Understand. Yes. They honor with an honor. And you should go Friday afternoon, crowd. Yeah. Because where the anointing is honored, it works. It works. It works. Your problems, it will lift like this. It will lift like this. Look, let me show you somebody in the Bible because it looks like I'm talking a lot. Come with me to 2 Kings. 2 Kings. Beautiful. 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's read from verse 1. I want to show you somebody. It's always good to have examples. What do you think? Beautiful. Now, they cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elijah. Sorry, Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me. 
what hast thou in thine house? And she said, thy handmaiden has not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Are you following? Then he said, go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shall pour out into all thy vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There's not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. I told you that the solution to your problem, your prophet has it. Look at this, this, this woman. When he met Elisha, remember, he's, he's the wife of a servant of God who had died. But God gave her another prophet. Hallelujah. Are you listening? Our, your problems, the issues that you have, that is why, you see, coming to church is very important. Joining the church, being welded to a church is very important. Because spiritual things, physical things can never solve spiritual things. Beautiful girl, you are not getting married. That is one of the mysteries as a pastor I have seen. There's a girl, no ujinani nanso. Yakasu ujinani nanso out here. Do you understand? Please forgive my vernacular, but sometimes it helps the preaching. Yes. Yes. And she can go many years so that people are bypassing, bypassing, bypassing. And you are there. You think that you need more pawns. You don't understand spiritual things. You don't understand spiritual things. Yes. You don't understand spiritual things. Look. When we got married, like the fair, my wife first pregnant me, I didn't even know she miscarried. So I was in Botswana when she told me, I said, hey, what is this? No, it won't happen again. Hey, what do you do? Hey, what do you do? Pray. You start to fast and to pray that this thing might not be, it will never, it shouldn't happen again. Yes. Yes, but you'll be there. You'll be eating. That's the time that you are eating fufu. Because they have cleaned the thing and you are moving. No, 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 no. You have to understand spiritual things. So I'm saying that you are here. Maybe you have miscarried that. What it is that you have not welded yourself properly to the church. You are not connected to your man of God in a certain way. Because <laughs> even though I'm preaching, you see, try not to just be there in the general congregation. Because you see, your seed, your honor, can open that door to a relationship. When you read the book, Those Who Honor You, first chapter, prophet talks about honor and relationships. It says, honor gives life to a relationship. So I'll be sitting there as a nominal church member, but because I am honoring, maybe even secretly, 
my relationship to that to my prophet. I may not know him personally. I he may not, but I have a relationship in the realms of the spirit. He's even closer to me. Spiritual things. Spiritual things. Spiritual. You see, let's become spiritual. A lot of things that we are seeing manifest in the physical, it has already taken place in the spiritual. You see, like a sickness that is coming to you in three years has already taken place in the spiritual. It's yet to manifest. That's why we pray. That's why we deal with things now. And you see, it's not just prayer. It's not honoring. Honoring your man of God is one of them. Hallelujah. Let me continue reading. Verse 4. Verse 8, sorry. Verse 8. Verse 8. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman. Hallelujah. I told you there's no useless detail in the Bible. Just keep that in mind. By the time we finish, you know that this is indeed a great woman. Hallelujah. And she constrained him. Look at it. You see, the obligation is now showing. Are you listening? She constrained the man of God to eat. Constrain him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in Peter to eat bread. That's Elisha. This Shunammite woman, when he encountered Elisha, ah, and she perceived, Elisha, you, when we continue with you, see, Elisha did not introduce himself as a man of God. In that day when she, Elisha was passing, he was not wearing his color. Do you understand when I say color? Our official attire. So, she perceived. She perceived, that's what I'm saying. That, you see, when we talk about honor, it's a very spiritual thing. And this year, we want to honor our prophet with precious honors. You see, your, even your clapping is, you have not understood the message at all. Holy Spirit, help me. Those who decide that, look, I have never, I've heard it, they say it, but I've never done it. But this year, I'm going to do it. And I'll do it at his rank. Eh? I'll do it at his, at his rank. Yes. Certain doors are about to smash in your life. The day you put the honor there and say, Lord, I thank you. That I have this great opportunity to sow to your servant of God. I said certain things are about to smash in the realms of the spirit. Yes. Yes. It's spiritual. That's why it says, when we minister to you spiritual things, carnal things must come back. It's, a, it's an exchange. It's an exchange. It's an exchange. So this woman, he constrained Elisha. Oh, you are tired. I think you, you must eat something. Must eat something. And the Bible says that a relationship started to form. So anytime Elisha is around, he said, where is the Shunam? 
Shunammite woman. Where is she? The woman of Shunam. He started becoming the prophet. Somebody, can, would you want to be Elisha's friend? Like if Elisha is living now. The man with the double portion. But how does he become somebody's friend? Somebody decides that, look. You see, some of you, you have always had, okay, pocket. It's like, it's very far. It's not far at all. It depends on you. Did you hear what I just said? It's not far at all. It depends on you. This Shunam, Shunamite woman. Elijah was, I'm sure he met a lot of women, but one woman had decided that you, uh, you, you eat bread in my house. My house will become a place where you come. You will come there. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Many lessons to be learned from this. Beautiful. She said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is unholy. Look at it. So it tells you that when you don't honor or cannot see an anointing, your level of spirituality of him is quite low. As I told you, he didn't say Elisha was doing something, was working miracles. No, she just saw the man and perceived that, no, this is a man of God. And so, as he's a man of God with the anointing, I'm talking about the honoring the anointing, the anoint, the honor, I'm talking about honor and the anointing. When she saw that there's a grace, there's an anointing, he said, no, it calls for honor. So I will constrain him. Then he told, he didn't stay there. So the level of honor is increasing. Understand something. Some of you have been honoring with $100 honors. We are increasing it by the grace of God. So she started by giving bread. And let's look at what she did next. Verse 10. So he went to negotiate with the husband. Let us make a little chamber, my husband. And let us set for him there a bed, a table, a stool, a candlestick. What is needful for the honor, what is needful for the anointed is what she's doing. A man of God, maybe you will need a table. He will need a bed to rest. A table where she can, he can prepare his messages. Candlestick. That's light. That's like a lamp, a lamp stand. Yeah. Yeah. She is giving something that can work. Not a shoe that cannot be worn. Not a shirt that cannot be worn. She is giving something that is useful. You know, Kenneth Higgins said something. He said that. He said that they used to collect, like, things. You know how we bring things, old clothes. So they used to collect those things and then give them away. But he said, look, people will bring very useless things. And he, and he said this. I'm just reporting something. He said, I enjoy throwing them away. Yeah. He said he, he enjoyed throwing them away. Because, I mean, what you have brought me is useless. We can't use it. Yeah. So I am 
without throwing them away. You have to bring something that is useful. Something that is very useful. Are you hearing me? We are learning a lot. After this woman, we'll close. Because I think that will be enough for today. Hallelujah. Yes. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in Tifa. Verse 11. And it fell on a day that he came Tifa. And he turned into the chamber and lay there. When he lay there, he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite for me. Yes. Call this Shunammite for me. It's too powerful. And when he had called her, she stood before him and he said unto her, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with this care. What is to be done for thee? He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. This, this, this is the reward. It, it, God's word eh, is eternal, is binding. It, 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 it says it accomplishes the purpose. So Elisha, Elisha knew this. So he said, you see, but notice something. This, this question did not come at the beginning. She was giving bread, 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 bread. She didn't know. I said, hey, ah, man of God, now you are eating bread. Ah, she said, even prayer, you are not doing some for us. No. Rather, she increased the honor. And one day when Elisha came and he lay down, he said, call the Shunammite. Shunammite woman, call her. Call her. Call her. Call her. As for the reward there to come, as to when, leave it to God. You sow your seed. Some of you have been sowing. I'm telling you this year, let the honor go up and just trust God and just believe God. Some of you should decide, I have never given you $5,000 in my life before. This year I'll do it. I'll do it to, this, to my prophet. I will do it. Some of you, as I'm preaching, ask the Holy Spirit, what should I do? What should I do? With all the points, you do at his honor. You increase the honor. What should I do? He will tell you what to do. And just obey. Just. Just. Look, some people have understood. If you take Nigerians, for example, they have understood this thing. eh? Look. Look. Like this bishop's birthday. Like his house or his church will become like a garage. Yes. Some will come and buy. Some, some people can come and pack a car and put the key somewhere and call and say, look, there's a, because you see, the man of God, he doesn't really need anything from you. So, so, no, it's okay. You need it. So, just take it. No, you need it. But some people, no, 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 no. So, they drop the car, leave the key. Yes. 
Yes. One man of God is here alone. You cannot celebrate your birthday eh, without holding anything in your hand. But this is the khaki. Yes, you, you, it, it's not possible. It's a man of God of your stature that you are celebrating your birthday and you are not holding anything. I don't you know need it, but you must just hold it. So this is the khaki. Understand honor, church. Understand honor. Understand honor. May I believe that certain doors have been opened for me because of, you know, honor. I mean, some local few honor. Try, try very hard. You see, but everybody starts at their level. Do you understand? Because this woman, it started from bread and then now a house. A house. From eating bread and house. Then he furnished the inside. Let's put a bed. Let's put a table. Let's put a chair. You know, he will sit for a long time. Let's put a proper chair that holds his back. So one day when Elijah went to lie down on the bed, do you see? He didn't think, look, my, Charlie, this bed. No, no, no. He said, call the Shunammite woman. calling. What is to be done for her? And let's look at the reward. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not what happened to Jacob and Esau? Eh? Yeah. He said, Do make me venison such as my soul loveth. If you are going to bless, we are your children. Just bless us and, and by saying no. Make me venison. Make me venison first. It's a divine law. You can't break it. Must do something for something to come back to you. You can't break it. Hallelujah. You see, my preaching, make no mistake, I'm encouraging you to, to give honor this year like you have never done before. Do you understand? Some of you, you must even, you see, everybody must do something. That's all. You go and take hundred dollars. Huh? This is my level of honor. But it's like plenty, the whole church, everybody, small boys, young people, it's a hundred dollars. This, this person fouls me. This person, this. You see, understand something, that the person doesn't need something from you. You see people say, hey. You see, you have become carnal. That's why you are talking the way you are talking. I shouldn't preach. I shouldn't preach. People don't like truth. People don't like truth. People don't like truth. People don't like truth. I said, people don't like the truth. When the thing Jesus said, it doesn't work. When it's not on there, it doesn't work. Hey, we don't want to sit here and it's not working. No, it must work for us. You see, life, eh, I'll tell you something. Life, after you have grown a bit, you realize that the thing is God from beginning to end. Because you see, when I was growing up, so go to schools, work very hard, study very hard. Hey, we did it. We did it very hard. Hey, study, 
steady and gradually we are moving but i can tell you that look there are people who are with us coming here classmates studied hard on top of the class has not amounted to much and people who did natural do you know natural natural resources eh? natural resources like first degree natural resources that's the degree that is a natural. So you ask a natural result, what are you going to do with it? Look, look, let me tell you. The kinds of monies that they are receiving, eh? It will surprise you. They did natural. 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 Even an accountant, the monies they are receiving now, accountants don't receive. Oh, yes. Yes. Bank managers and things from natural. If God does not help you, eh, you have to come to that conclusion early in life that another thing is God. From beginning to end. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. My time is up. Stand to your feet. To be pleasing you. Show me, show me the amount, show me, 
of God, they don't come by promise. They come by a covenant. I want you to pray and covenant with God. Covenant with God. Covenant with the Lord. That show me whatever amount. Or I want to sow this amount. This is my level. This one even I'm stretching myself. Father, I'm believing you for my business. I'm believing you for this sickness. This thing that is tormenting my marriage. Father, I am standing upon this season of honoring your prophet. I want it no more. Are you hearing me? Are you, do you have things in your life that must go away? I want you to covenant with the Lord this morning. As you prepare your heart to sow to the prophet of God. We are not talking about offering. We are talking about giving to the man of God. Make no mistake. Lift up your voice and pray. Everybody, just for a minute or two. Kadoyada. Shagadaba. Shagadaba. We want to do something spiritual, Heavenly Father. We see it in your word, Lord. That the Shunammite woman, it happened for him. Inherit some promises. Inherit the blessings in your way. We want to follow this good example. Help us. Show us. And Lord, we pray concerning our job, concerning our business, concerning our finances, concerning our marriages, concerning issues in our lives, spiritual wickedness that is not going away, devils that have held us bound. As we enter into this covenant, we pray for a release. We pray that they go back. We pray that they be smashed. We pray that they be cut away. In the name of Jesus, let the curse be neutralized. In the name of Jesus, let our businesses march forward. Let our marriages be enjoyable. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. With all eyes closed, you are here. You don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. You have heard the word of God countless times. The Bible says that Jesus said they don't honor. And he marveled at their unbelief. He marveled at their unbelief. You are here. You have come to church. Uh, or maybe this morning somebody invited you. And you are here. And as the preaching is going on, I said, no, I need to be spiritual. I need to break away from this sin. You see people in the church. Eh? People in the church that are sleeping with other people's husbands. You have to break away from something. I said you have to break away from something. I said you have to break away from something. And today we must ask God for forgiveness. If you are like that, you are also one of them that I'm calling. You know, sometimes people say we are born again so. But you are sinning. That's why we give our life to Christ a number of times, just to be sure. Hallelujah. You are here like that, every eye closed. We are just closing in the next few minutes, so I want to do this very quickly. You are here, you don't know Jesus. 
Jesus is trying to plant you in his family. But the first step is to surrender your life, to receive forgiveness for your sins and to become a child of God. If you are here like that, lift up your hand with me. Pastor, today I'm giving my life. Today I am giving my heart. Lift up your hand. God bless you. I see those hands. Lift up your hand high above your head. Lift up your hand. You have lifted up your hand. Do one more thing. Come to me. I want you to come. I'm joining you downstairs. We are praying. Come. Just walk to me. Just run to me. Just run to me very quickly. Come. 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 You are here, a young lady. You know you are living in sin. God is calling you. God is calling you. God is calling you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. God is calling you. a merciful God. You are the reason why he came to die. Every eye closed. You are here like that. The Holy Spirit is talking to you right now, but this is like they know me. Who knows you? Who knows you? He says, with him we have to deal. He knows all things and sees all things. Even the pastor doesn't know all things and see anything. But you, God knows everything about you and sees everything. You are here like that. God is calling you. Every eye close. I want you to join us. I want you to join us. You don't know when you will die. You don't know. Prepare. Prepare. You are here like that. Come. Very quickly. Before we pray. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. many bad things. But as I heard your word today, I was moved. I was stirred up. I want to join the family of God. Father, forgive me of all my sins. I accept Jesus this morning as my Lord and my Savior. Lord Jesus, help me from today to live for you, to do your will. Thank you that you saved me. Please write my name. My name is.
mention your name. Please write this name in the book of life. I thank you, Father, that you have saved me. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.